What's up? I'm Shaq, and this is the Jesus Instead of Me podcast. This is a devotional podcast for you that tells the story of a loving God who sent his son to die in the place of sinners. Today, we'll be in Genesis chapter 3, verses 1 through 6. Genesis 3 tells the story of the fall of mankind. It tells us about how both Adam and Eve believed the lie that they could be more like God than they already were. In Genesis 3 verse 1, the Bible calls the serpent the most cunning of all the wild animals that the Lord God made. Satan came to Eve using a serpent as his instrument, and he asked her a question. But the purpose of Satan's question wasn't to understand something he didn't know. The purpose was to plant a seed of doubt in the mind of Eve. He came to her and he asked, Did God really say you can't eat from any tree in the garden? This is a very deceptive tactic by Satan. He takes the words of God and he twists what God meant to be freeing and he makes it sound restricting. Again, Satan asked in verse 1, Did God really say you can't eat from any tree in the garden? If we go back to Genesis 2, we see clearly that that's not what God said to Adam. What God actually said was, You are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For on the day you eat from it, you will certainly die. Notice the difference in the language. Satan made what God meant for freedom sound like slavery. Satan also completely omits the consequence of death in his questioning. Eve responded to Satan by telling him that God actually gave her and Adam the freedom to eat from every tree in the garden, except the one tree in the middle of the garden. Here's the problem with Eve's response. In Eve's response, she adds to God's command, saying that not only were they not allowed to eat it, but they also weren't allowed to touch it. On the surface, it makes sense that if you're not supposed to eat from this one tree, that you also shouldn't touch it or go near it at all. So there's nothing wrong with Adam and Eve not even wanting to touch that which God said not to eat. The problem is that they added to God's command, which, as it was with Satan's questioning, makes God's command for freedom sound like slavery and restriction. Now we have to understand that at this point in the Bible narrative, neither Adam nor Eve had sinned. They were still in their perfect state, which means that there is nothing inherently wrong with Eve's response, except that her response potentially makes it easier for her to be deceived. And again, there's nothing wrong with desiring to follow God's commands by not even getting close to the line of sin. The problem lies in our adding to God's commands and then living as if what we've added comes from God. It's already hard for us to live holy the way we've been called by God to live holy since we are sinners bent towards sin. Adding to God's commands only makes it harder on us. Eve, adding to God's command possibly made Satan's deception easier to believe. Satan tells Eve that she won't die and then in verse 5 he says, In fact, God knows that when you eat it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. The statement that Satan made was kind of true. As we'll see in the next episode, neither Adam nor Eve died, at least not physically. But they did bring death into the world in two forms, spiritual and physical. They experienced spiritual death or separation from God almost immediately after they sinned against God but their physical death would happen sometime later. 
Satan also told Eve that if she ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, that she was going to be like God, knowing good and evil. This is another statement that is kind of true, but really is a complete lie. Both Adam and Eve, after eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, did know good and evil like God knew good and evil. But that knowledge is a part of the curse of sin. Paul says in Romans chapter 7 that to know what evil is gives evil the chance to overtake you with more evil. Adam and Eve would have been better off not knowing what evil was at all. Another part of Satan's deception of Eve was to make it sound like God was holding her back from being all that she could be. Satan convinced Eve that eating this forbidden fruit was going to help her become all that she was meant to be. The problem here is that God, who Satan is making out to be the enemy, had already made Eve all that she was meant to be. After creating mankind, God's description of mankind was very good. She couldn't add anything to herself that would make her better than she already was. But enticed by the thought that she could be better than God made her to be, Eve examined the fruit of the tree, and it was beautiful. As she examined it, she decided to believe that Satan's lie was the truth. God was holding her back. She needed to eat this fruit to be wise. She needed to eat this fruit to be more like God. And then she grabbed it, and she ate it. Then she handed some to her husband Adam, who was right there with her. He was supposed to be there to protect her from this very act. But he was enticed by the thought that he could be more like God just like Eve was. So he never said anything. He didn't correct the serpent, and he didn't correct Eve. He was passive, and the very first act of disobedience to God by mankind was committed as Eve was deceived, but Adam sinned with his eyes wide open. In Ephesians 2, the Apostle Paul calls Satan the prince of the power of the air, meaning that Satan dominates our world by working in the realm of ideas which means that the same way Satan tempted Adam and Eve with the idea that they could be their own God is the same way he tempts us every single day. Every single time we give into temptation and sin, what we're saying is God's design isn't good enough. We're saying that we know better than God and can become better than God. It's an attempt to take something broken, ourselves, and fix it with something else that's broken. And all we get from that is more brokenness. Every act of sin is an attempt to create a better image than God. Sin is an attempt to remove God from his throne in order to place ourselves on the throne. Satan, with all that is in him, wants you to believe that God doesn't know best. He wants you to believe that God is holding you back from being your true self, when in reality, the boundaries that God has given you to live in are what allows you to be all that God has called you to be. Satan wants you to believe that you are your own God, but as we'll see in the next episode, all you get from believing the lie of Satan is shame and death. And that's what Adam and Eve very quickly figured out. Adam and Eve's disobedience to God brought sin and death into the world. It caused them, and consequently us, to be separated from God. But Jesus loved us so much that he wasn't willing to leave us where Satan left us. Jesus came to this earth in order to free you and me from the shame and death we deserve because of our sin. He did that by living the life we were made to live, dying the death we deserve to die, and rising in three days to offer us his life. That's the good news of the gospel. That's Jesus instead of me. Thanks for listening. 
Be sure to subscribe and leave a review. You can follow us on Instagram at Jesus Instead of Me. You can also check out shackhardy.com for more resources. Until next time.